start with a reality check. Most of us think we have a growth mindset. I go into a lot of organizations and whenever I ask the groups that I work with about whether they're open to growth and learning, they all say, yes, absolutely. I hear this response and then I often see something very different in terms of behavior and reactions when it comes time to try out some new skills or make changes. So it's what you think and do and say in response to a situation that is the most realistic indicator of whether you have a growth mindset or a fixed one. So think about this for a moment. How do you respond to a challenge? For example, when I'm running training, I'll say to the group, let's do a role play to practice this skill. And a large percentage of people will moan and some will even withdraw and do whatever they can not to take a role in that activity. So it's important to tune into your automatic response the next time you're challenged. And I'm not just talking about a role play here. I'm talking about your response to any kind of challenge. How do you respond to feedback? For example, imagine I'm your boss and I say to you, there are a number of mistakes in the schedule you developed. Are you curious to find out how to fix the mistakes? Or do you get defensive and say, I just did what you told me to? How do you respond when you don't know something or don't know what to do? For example, you might be given a problem and you have no idea where to start. What do you do next? Do you get frustrated? Do you say, oh, this can't be done? Or do you blame others? Or perhaps do you get curious? Now I know you'll say this depends on the situation, but it does pay to start noticing your habits and patterns of behavior because that will reveal where you currently are in relation to mindset. These questions are just thought starters for you. They're part of our reality check because most of us think we definitely have a growth mindset, but the reality is that most of us are guilty of having a fixed mindset in certain situations. Most of us have fixed mindsets about something. If we don't know the signs of a fixed mindset, this very habit can be what is preventing us from having the success we would like in our lives, whether that's at work, with our health, or in our relationships. According to Dweck, individuals can be placed on a continuum according to their implicit views of where their ability comes from. Some believe their success is based on innate ability. These are said to have a fixed theory of intelligence or a fixed mindset. Others who believe their success is based on hard work, learning, training and perseverance are said to have a growth mindset. Individuals may not necessarily be aware of their own mindset and this is very common, but their mindset can still be discerned based on their behavior and their language. It is especially evident in their reaction to failure. Fixed mindset individuals dread failure because it is a negative statement on their basic abilities, while growth mindset individuals don't mind or fear failure as much because they realize their performance can be improved and that learning comes from failure. These two mindsets play an important role in all aspects of a person's life. Dweck argues that the growth mindset will allow a person to live a less stressful, and more successful life. So how great would it be to be able to own and control that? So here at Great Managers, we're all about building new skills and habits. So here is our Great Managers five stage process 
So you can take the growth mindset actions and build the habit of a growth mindset. Stage one is all about believing. You need to believe that you can learn. Since these are your thoughts, you can change them. This is the essence of personal power, of choice and responsibility. As Viktor Frankl wrote in his book, Man's Search for Meaning, everything can be taken away from a person but one thing. The last of the human freedoms is to choose one's attitude or belief in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. So be willing to believe. Be willing to believe in and be okay with not yet. Stage two is to stretch. Get thirsty. Stretch outside your comfort zone. When we stretch our body, it feels really good. It can be the same with your mind. So start associating that discomfort with growth. Start to enjoy that feeling. Think of it like an adventure. Enjoy the tension of not knowing yet. The truth is, as a leader, if you're not growing, you're not standing still, you're actually getting left behind. Stage three is plan and do. So think about what you want to get better at and plan when you're going to use that skill and then do it a lot in stages if necessary. All skill development is a progression that requires practice. Think about what it takes to become a better listener, for example. It takes thinking about what you will practice. For example, your paraphrasing, being attentive and asking good questions. And then it takes actually doing these things. When I hear people I'm coaching say, I haven't had a chance to practice my listening since I saw you last. I know it's a fixed mindset in action. There are many opportunities every day to practice your listening skills, unless you're living in a cave, of course. It's the discomfort of trying something new or better than your current pattern that holds people back. So plan and do, and remember that growth or achievement comes from skill times effort. Everything important in life requires huge amounts of effort over long periods of time, your leadership skills included. Stage four is review. So this stage is about being prepared to make mistakes, make mistakes, seeing what you can learn from them and trying again. It's about encouraging and coaching yourself and asking good questions such as what could I do differently next time or what would my best efforts look like? Did you know that Thomas Edison made approximately 1,000 attempts when inventing the light bulb? And when asked about it, he allegedly said, I have not failed a thousand times. I have successfully, successfully discovered 1,000 ways not to make a light bulb. The idea is that even if you try and fail, it doesn't mean that you didn't learn something. This step is about learning that each fail or mistake is crucial to your success if you learn from it. And stage five is repeat. Repeat the pattern. Do it more. The fastest way to change your mindset is to feed the one you want to create. Scientists find that every time you feed a positive mindset, it weakens the negative ones. Every time you use a growth mindset, you weaken your fixed one. Your growth mindset neural networks get stronger. Your fixed mindset neural networks get weaker. Professional athletes and top sports people have known this for years. Look at what they feed their mind every day. 
Not only do they practice their exceptional skills over and over again, they also spend time watching films of other successful sports stars. They spend time visualizing and feeling themselves going through the same events. They focus so much on their psychological state and mindset because they know how important it is to their success. Repetition is key to growth. And enjoy the growth. Positive emotions imprint the learning and make it stick. Positive emotions trigger the release of endorphins and other supportive brain chemistry. So remember, any resistance you feel is just the neural network. It takes effort to form neural networks. It has nothing to do with your worth or your abilities. So strengthen your growth mindset by adding enthusiasm and inspiration and make it fun.